1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the dust begins to settle on a dramatic Premiership season With attention already turning to what's next James Forrest says he's excited about the future With a new manager set to take over at Celtic And the wait is almost over With Stevie Clark set to announce his Scotland Euros squad Tomorrow I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this evening Two men Who certainly don't need to Stand by their phones Gordon DL And Roger Hanna
2: Yeah and by this time Tomorrow night Gordon will know The identity of the 26 men Who will lead Scotland Into the Euros This summer Big decisions For Stevie Clark He's lost McLean Jack McBurney, Burke Possibly others When you hear Steve Bruce Warning about the gamble It would be to take mm. Ryan Fraser to the finals So be fascinating to see Who's in his squad And you see The Premiership season's over But there's plenty Plenty more football to come
3: Yeah a lot of good football This week Gordon The build up to Saturday's Scottish Cup final The highlight of the year For um, obviously St Johnston and Hibs This season uh, And then the big one tomorrow About who will be in the squad uh, We've just looked at the squad there Still some places up for grabs I wonder what the uh, fans think of them
1: Yeah the number you need tonight is 0141 951 1025 If you want to tweet You can do that over at Clyde SSB So no doubt between now and 8 o'clock We'll have a good old debate About who's going to make that Scotland squad And who won't If you're of a mind to sit there And write down your 26 man squad And share it with us We would love to have it Um, I'd be very interested (laughs) to hear uh, Your your suggestions Either on the phones or or on Twitter uh, I feel like we're still in that period of reflection Roger Hannah, the dust starting to settle on another dramatic season In Scottish football Not quite done yet But the league season is over of course So 01419511025 There's obviously been a lot going on with off-field issues on last night's show Let's try and get to the nitty-gritty of the football A season review if you like Roger if you were to offer us a, a concise summary of the league season that just passed I'm sure you could... You Could extend it to a few thousand words as you would ask your, your newspaper writers <laughs> to do. What would your first paragraph be? Uh,
2: Rangers, outstanding. Celtic, anything but outstanding. Uh, notable mentions for St Johnson, who could win two cups, for Hibbs, who could win a cup and finish in the highest league position in 16 years, and potentially a notice, you know, a, a notable mention for St Mirren as well, two cup semi finals. And within a couple of minutes of finishing in the top six for the first time in 30 odd years Farewell Hamilton after seven seasons And potentially farewell Kilmarnock after 28 seasons They will face a fight against
1: Indy over two legs How do you look back on it Gordon? Because I feel like without fans there was lots about it that you Mm. you couldn't possibly like And you, you couldn't possibly like as much as you normally would Yet at the same time It it was still enjoyable and it it really kept us going because you know how important football is to people and at least we had something First and
3: foremost we're grateful that we got the season uh, in Gordon, the games Uh, I reflected back on my first ever Celtic Rangers game, sitting there at Celtic Park, never thought in my lifetime with no fans Strange, strange atmosphere Uh, But there was a lot of excitement, a lot of good football a lot of clubs doing very well. Managers doing very well. Unfortunately for Brian Rice and Hamilton, it's the end of, seven, as Roger said, the seven years in the top league. And, uh, you know, teams like Ian McCall, who's been on this show with Patrick Thistle and other teams that are still fighting our own Jim Duffy. Terrific result last night. So, a lot, a lot of excitement And uh, I really enjoyed it Gordon And I'm looking forward to this week And I'm looking forward to the Scottish Cup final Because I think we'll have a real good game
2: And something about fitting That Hearts came back up And Ian McCall's party came back up hmm. After the way they were put down When last season was finished early um, They felt they had a point to prove And they proved it They proved it in the best way possible They proved it on the pitch They won their titles They're back up As they say from whence they came
1: Football without fans What was it like? From your perspective? Um it's not
2: the same. Um we're just I'm watching over your shoulder here. Manchester United against Fulham in the English yeah, a bit Premier. Jealous I must yeah. Um ten thousand, is it? Ten thousand, I think. there twenty-one thousand at Wembley at the weekend when Brendan Rogers and Leicester won the FA Cup final against Chelsea. And it's beginning to feel like football again. Um I cannot wait for Scotland's first game at the Euros against the Czech Republic on June fourteen when there's going to be twelve thousand in Hamden. Very unfortunate we're not getting any in for the cup final at the weekend because Glasgow's remained in, in tier two. Um we don't get any supporters tier three I should say. Should have got any tier two. Um we don't get any supporters now for Hibs against St Johnson, which would have been good to see. But you would like to think by the time the European qualifiers start, the League Cup group stages start in July, we'll get some
1: fans back. I remember Being asked, Gordon, prior to the season kicking off I thought thoughts ahead of the season You you just knew it was going to be box office Because 10 was either going to be won Or it was going to be stopped So quite simply, we, we were always in for A big story come the end of the season I'm not sure many people would have envisaged What happened in between
3: Yeah, and you look at the casualties along the way, Gordon You look at Celtic manager Neil Lennon losing his job You look at Aberdeen manager Derek McInnes um, you know, there's been change of managers in the in the Premier League. There've been change of managers. Ross right? County, Kilmarnock, Livy. Yes, they've all the love came and gone. Um, but it's been exciting, and as I keep going back to the game without fans is nothing. We know that uh, sitting there and you're watching game and all credit to the players because to play under these circumstances must have been very, very hard indeed. But um, at least we're on the right road now We're looking forward to the Euros We're looking forward to the squad tomorrow We'll um, agree and disagree probably tonight On who should be in and who shouldn't be in And as I say, the highlight of the season uh, For Hibbs and St Johnston Scottish Cup final And you talk about managers
2: Six clubs now of the 42 Looking for managers Stevie Crawford Mm. away from Dunfermline today You've got Dunfermline, Inverness, Falkirk, Alloa Queen's Park who won their league and I believe there's a
1: vacancy in the East End as well, still. So six. Yes, that's, that has been mentioned <laughs> once or twice. Six clubs looking for managers, incredible. Oh, one four one nine five one one zero oh, two five. How do you look back on the season? The dust is starting to settle. What's What's next? Because that's the world that we live in, the ever moving world of football. It's already about new managers. Who's it going to be? And the new signings and who stays and who goes. I noticed that one of the the players that the Super scoreboard team have adopted this season the jet because you've got to, you're a player if you've got jet on the back of your strip. J. Emmanuel Thomas has moved from Livingston to Aberdeen, so already clubs getting their, their pieces in place and, and a few of them taking players from within the Scottish Premiership.
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's actually interesting that Stephen Glass's signing policy now he's, he's taken in Scott Brown as his player assistant. Scott Brown With 36 years of age mm-hmm. in the summer, Declan Gallagher, captain of Motherwell. 30, 31 Mm -hmm. years of age. Um, J. Emmanuel Thomas, 30 years of age. So it really is adding experience, know how. Gary Woods. um, Gary Woods as well, a player in his 30s. I think you said at the weekend, as adding players with knowledge of the league. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who are their rivals? Hibs. You know, Hibs have tended to go for younger players, Kevin Nisbet, you know, give him a chance Mm. in the league. Um, Players like that. Younger players Like Doig Young player of the year Portis is coming through So they've gone To a different way but will To see how Dean do next season
1: Right come on 01419511025 What's next for your team And how do you look back Now that all the The dust is starting to settle Always takes a while How do you look back on it all 01419511025 Let's kick off with Alan In Falkirk Alan last night we were We were putting people on the spot And asking for one word To sum up the season You don't have to pick one But Maybe, maybe maybe, pick a few for us
4: Good evening panel Hello. Uh, Excellent Superb And even more so today's news That uh closing date for Rangers Football Club Season tickets And 44,000 are sold out already And the hospitality mm-hmm. sold out <coughs> Considering there was no fans in last year That's great news The club can only go forward for there
1: Yeah, football can be a complicated business But the best way to get people to buy in to what you're doing Success Is to win things Yeah, without doubt It's always
2: been the way of it You know, if you've got a winning team on the field of play It's amazing how all the off-field things suddenly sort of fall into place as well Always been the same I don't think there's ever been any questioning the loyalty of the Rangers' support um, we've spoken a lot recently, Gordon, with Rangers winning the league About the last time Rangers won the league, 10 years ago And then very quickly Rangers found themselves down the their divisions And they were still filling out Ibrox You know, I remember 50,000 for Stranraer, I think, on a boxing day And 50,000 for Queen's Park, etc So there have been any doubting the loyalty of the Rangers fans And it doesn't surprise me at all what Alan's saying about season tickets The hospitality you know, all the commercial arrangements All the marketing arrangements All the strip sales Etc Etc um, And As long as Rangers continue Winning It's only going to go in one direction
3: Yeah I do agree with that I think it's uh, Well done to Rangers But also well done to Every other uh, Club Gordon Supporters That unfortunately Didn't get a chance But still Put their hand in their pocket and a huge to, show of faith wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant for everyone uh, But I'm not surprised at Rangers There'll be probably a wait, a waiting list as long as you possibly can look And um, people just want to get on board They see good things They've obviously witnessed this year under Steven Gerrard The success of winning the league uh, And they want to go and win more trophies And the supporters want to be a part of that
1: Alan, what did you make of the weekend then? Because it I'm sure even you, in your wildest optimism, didn't expect Rangers to wrap up the league so early, but eventually get the trophy at the weekend. How did that feel?
4: Uh, as I said to your producer, it was very emotional. I sat and watched it with my wife and my daughter, and when the captain went up to lift the trophy, it was, yes, it was emotional. It was, uh, it was just, it's, everything that's been said coming leading up to it, <coughs> it's 10 years of hurt, pain, and coming back from the bottom up to the top, and it, it was very emotional. Uh, yes, it was a re- really good day, apart from, well, that was last night's discussion, the idiots, and there, there's no other word to describe the way they are. It's, they've just wasted everything for the weekend, the way they per- performed. Absolutely disgusting. I
1: mean, Alan talks about the emotion there of the mm. on-field stuff, the the fact that it was the 10 years of hurt, was that the phrase that that Alan used? I think that that's clearly what we've been... Getting from from fans Winning leagues is good At any time But Context is always important Where have you been Before You you, you get that success Yeah
2: um, I would agree with that And I think as well You know the, The league was wrapped up really unique circumstances The league was wrapped up More than two months Before the trophy was presented And I think Rangers supporters Have had a lot of time To Think about The historical significance Of what happened on Saturday Um, It had been a long time since a captain, a Rangers captain, had lifted that trophy. David Weir at rugby park that day, if you remember, ten years ago. So I think it gave that couple of months gave the Rangers support time to reflect on everywhere they had been, everything that had happened over that period of time, and really build up to what was for them an
3: emotional afternoon on Saturday. Yeah, um, they keep going back to this. It's been a long, long road and it certainly has been. It's been a long time. Rangers fans had to suffer um, some really bad years. Gordon and I was working with Super Scoreboard covering uh, some of the games in the third division and they were going up to grounds all over the country and packing them out in huge, huge numbers and the loyalty they showed the club was incredible. And at the weekend, there, as Alan said, I don't think he was the only one that would have been emotional. Um, and their young kids there with their fathers that have never seen Rangers lift a trophy, so it was a special, special day for them.
1: There'll be lots of time for this over the the summer, Alan, but it comes at you pretty quickly. What's What's next f- for this Rangers team? How do you How do you look to strengthen? Is Is there going to be a real challenge to keep that team together? How do you see what comes next? <laughs>
4: I think for the first time in oh, maybe 12, 13 years we've got players with value so yes hopefully we can keep them together and add and I don't think we need to add many players but keeping the likes of Ryan Kent and Morelis even for one more season and however we getting into the group stages of the Champions League would be a and obviously retaining the league and I think the Cups has been a letdown as everyone goes so yes maybe retain the league a cup and Getting yeah, the into Champions League group
1: stages. It's funny, again, how things just change so quickly. That that was always the discussion about Celtic in the last few seasons. Mm. When you win things, can you keep this team together? Vultures are going to be everywhere. And that, that's, that's what success brings, isn't it? It's, it's, good, it's good to feel that way. It's a nice position to be in. But for us, we will always be at a place in the food chain where people might come in and try and
3: yeah. pinch things. I'm sure a manager wants to keep every player possible, Gordon, and build on that. But does come a time that because they've been so successful, because of what they achieved in Europe, um, you know, clubs down south with the money take notice of the players. We've seen it before. It's happened every single season. Uh, and I think that Rangers will be tested this season with a few bids for some of their real key important players. But that's a compliment. Mm -hmm. That's not us trying to say we're trying to sell Ken or Marellis or whatever, Tavenier, whatever you want to say. It's a compliment to the players and to the way Rangers have played this season. And and the
2: good thing for Rangers, is now they're in a position that they can field bids for players, but they only need to sell on their terms. Mm. They can really dictate, you know, it was the same at the start of the season when Leeds came in for Ryan Kent and, and they chose not to sell that. They're in now... A position
1: of relative strength You know I don't like to talk about The wee league too much But well, quickly What about that Man United goal well, That was just scored Man United are one up on Fulham Cavani with the goal Three touches One from the keeper To zing it into mm-hmm. midfield One touch from Fernandez To flick it in behind And one from Cavani To chip the goalkeeper From uh, one goal to the other In three touches you've was quite got, something
3: You've got to say That is a top Quality finish from I, the top. I, I,
1: I think Airdrie v Morton Or Kelty Breakin Will top that tonight yeah. So just you Don't it, go it, overboard it, it, That's you, my you, goalie of the night Roger used,
2: used to happen in Starks Didn't it Scott Thompson would could, knock it out no, Ali Graham would Roger, flick it on he, You'd no, no, it
1: over no, the goalie I, I, And Roger, to the Gordon, train driver Gordon's right here He can't kick it that far
3: I could never kick the ball no. that far <laughs> Anyway
1: Alan It was nice to speak to you Thank you to Alan and Falkirk Let's bring in Sean In Motherwell Sean As a Celtic fan How do you look back on The season now That the dust is starting to settle
5: Alright, guys, how's it going? Uh, it's been the worst that I've ever seen personally. Like, I've seen some bad. I can remember when Rangers, like, with the Walter Swift, when he came back, and I remember that. But see, this season's been it's been horrible. Like, I think my last mm-hmm. half Rangers have deserved it because they've been the best. Ultimately, the best by our country mile. But it's been the hardest thing ever to watch, and I just hope they can get a wee bit of stability next year because this year it's just been a a
1: circus for the word "goat." To be honest with you, if you don't mind me asking, Sean, how old are you? I'm twenty-eight, twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, eighty-three. Yeah, so like I said, that to the previous caller, context is important here, isn't it? Because you were you were at school the last time Celtic had you know kind of serious disappointment to deal with.
5: See, I always remember I was I had left school in 2010. So, see, when I was I went to college after school for a year. That was the last time that I'm sure Rangers won the league, and I was getting slated to everybody. And I says, "Oh, that's fine." But then I never seen it again. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was strange, but it was a, it was disappointing, mate. But as I said I can of see, I can't complain because they were the
1: best we country mile. I always find it difficult, Roger, especially because some people are. From different generations or whatever, so Sean saying it's it's the worst he, he can remember. You're a good bit older than Sean, my goodness. I, and <laughs> Thanks. And I, yeah, I know it's difficult, but where 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 do you place it in you, the disappointments?
2: You need to put it in context. You know, there was a period of time in the 1990s when Celtic <sighs> went finishing in the top two, yeah, for, for a number of seasons. Um, so you could say that this season wasn't as bad as those seasons. But that won't, won't be
1: much comfort to Celtic no, fans. No, it, it
2: won't be comfort at all. Where this makes it different is the speed and the spectacular nature of Celtic's collapse from a quadruple treble um, to what the supporters have seen this season, finishing twenty-five points behind Rangers in the Premiership. Um, I can I can remember some some Celtic teams that didn't challenge Rangers in the past. I don't think I can ever remember a Celtic team going from where they were mm-hmm.
3: to where they are now in such double-quick time. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible, Gordon. I don't think anyone seen that coming. We knew that Rangers were in a good position. We keep talking about how did Rangers get in that position. Quite simple for me. I thought the work done early in the summer organisation was there. Everything was put in place. They hit the ground running. We knew it was going to be very tight And then you just watch week after week And you're thinking Well Celtic surely ain't going to give up this easy But Rangers were just too strong And they were putting pressure on Celtic And they couldn't handle it I was at Easter Road on Sunday And I watched a Celtic team that After the final whistle I think they were so glad to see the back of the season Now there's got to be a lot of players That won't see Celtic Park again The main door uh, as a Celtic player and there's a big building job Have to go in there But um, Everything comes to an end It's happened for Celtic They're a massive club And they will come back But We keep saying I thought I'd be talking tonight That they would have a new manager in place But that ain't happening yet
1: Speaking of which Sean are you the type of Celtic fan Who Saw Roy Hodgson announce his departure From Crystal Palace And started to worry That that could somehow Put a spanner in the works of Eddie Howe coming to the club
5: it wouldn't even surprise me mate Honestly They waited this long I just think Obviously What everybody's saying Ozzy didn't want to be Disrespectful to the ball must Speak to the other staff Because it's playoff time But it, I don't know Like, it, it could happen But then at the same time If it did happen It wouldn't be The most It would probably be The most Celtic thing To happen in this Last year
1: I'm maybe being a bit Dramatic Roger but, and that, and, but that's A lot of people are doing it You've seen it on social media But was Roy Hodgson Not always going to leave This season That You know, this doesn't change things, does
2: it? It's funny chained up thinking, isn't it? Because you you see Roy Hodgson leaving Palace And wonder if Eddie Howe will go to Palace I see Roy Hodgson leaving Palace And wonder if Hugh Kevins is now the oldest (laughs) man in British football
1: (laughs) There is every chance But yeah, you don't think that's a legitimate cause for concern
2: I I, I look at the bookies um, And the bookies I think have got Frank Lampard At 11 to 8 on for the job Um, I look at a lot of the English newspapers who have got Frank Lampard Mm -hmm. for the job so I would imagine the next manager of Crystal Palace will be Frank Lampard yeah
3: I wouldn't I wouldn't be concerned about that the modern day way is now that job would have been filled This, this news has come out today he's obviously going to retire I heard his interview today what a fantastic manager he's been But that job would have been filled And that wouldn't be a concern if I was a Celtic supporter
1: Sean, thank you for taking the time It's 01419511025 Keep your calls coming in We'd love to hear from you We'll speak to more of you next And we've got an exclusive interview with Celtic's James Forrest coming next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One, Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here 01419511025 Let's hear from you A lot of talk throughout the season You get caught up in all the madness week to week Now you've had a bit of time, a couple of days To sit back and assess the season Look back on it, on the field, off the field What did you make of it? Pick up the phone and let us know We are going to look forward of course We don't look back for long in this footballing world We've got the Scotland squad announced tomorrow And I assume it's half six You've already... Written down your 26 names I'm sure of it You've been sitting working away In the last half hour So if you've got your 26 man squad You can share it with us And if you'd rather just pick out Some key names that should or Should not be included Give us a call And we will certainly get to that Before 8 o'clock actually got some big playoff games Tonight Roger Hanna Two of our local teams Airdre and Morton Doing battle to Find out who will be in the Championship And that big one Kelty Breakin Never has a Kelty Breakin game Been so (sighs) Massively. Hyped before Because of everything That happened last season Absolutely
2: um, and As you know I was up at Kelty A couple of weeks ago For Super Scoreboard When they won the second leg Against Barora. Hugely impressed by them um, I would strongly Fancy them to beat Breakin over two legs They've already beat them I think they beat them In the groups of the Betfred Cup Right at the start of the season They won 2-0 at Glebe Park um, But I spoke to Barry Ferguson After the game and He felt they were only Still going Because he'd played So few games 13 games in a season In the Lowland League Before it was called they were still getting up to full pace They'd won at Brora in the midweek They won 4-1 in the return at home I would think with another 10 days training Under their belts I just think they'll be too strong
3: for Breakin I'll take your word for it Roger Because I don't make predictions less I see the teams and I know exactly what's happening I've not seen Kelty I've not seen Breakin uh, I lost on when they got rid of Mark I stood by him He didn't stand by me He took Sid But I stood by him when he got the sack And he sold his track suit on Um <laughs> But I think it will be a great opportunity for Kelty And if they can get a good result tonight at home I've been there I totally agree with you It's a terrific setup, Um So I, I think that'll be a real good game
2: And other your old team?
3: Yeah, yeah I fancy them tonight I fancy them to turn Morton over um, I think they've got a great opportunity, first leg at home, so if they can get something to go down to Kappel away, I think they're good enough to do that.
1: Right, 0141 951 1025 all your thoughts on the season that just passed, it went in the blink of an eye, didn't it? But there was quite a lot to take in over the course, so let us know what is on your mind tonight. James Forrest's been telling us about the mental struggle as he was forced to watch from home as Celtic season unravelled. The winger has been speaking exclusively to our sports editor Alison Conroy after missing most of the season through injury.
6: This is my like the, the worst injury I've I've had, just like the timing of it. And then for for years I've been I've been fit and playing so many games over the, 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 the last four or five years as well. So no, I think it's it's just been a hard one to take, and it was a it was a type of injury that was uh, like just went settled down and then ended up doing an operation. So no and and like obviously the like the manner of this season as well, I think it's just yeah, it's it's been difficult to take, but uh I think you just want to recover as quick as possible and, and get back in back in the team and, and obviously uh, keep playing as many games as I can.
7: You were dealing with this injury and, and your comeback during lockdown during a pandemic as well. What difference did that make and how much tougher did it make it for you?
6: Yeah no, I think uh, obviously like the pandemic and everything. I think for it for it for anyone uh, for everyone, it's it's been tough. And I think which a good thing for me was I was still coming into Lennox Town uh, every day and and seeing like players and staff here. So I think for the the, for the first couple of months after my operation, I think that that definitely helped me because without that, it would have been it would have been much harder uh, on on top of what it was.
7: Yeah, I think sometimes you wonder about the mental aspect for players when they are coming back from from injury. How did you deal with that side of it?
6: oh I think uh, I think the players helped me and my family massively as well. Uh, because I think players when they're out for a long period of time, uh, and, and they will say it's hard mentally because you're not doing what, what you've what you've done for for years is playing and training. And obviously, sometimes as well, you're in at different times from. Uh, from the players, so, so sometimes you d- you don't get to see the players and you're, you're not about the squad as much, so that, that, that can be hard. And, and then, obviously, you said like the, the pandemic as well, but uh, no, I think a lot of the players here have had like kind of long term injuries as well, so it's it's good that they, they kind uh, of look, look out for you, and, and obviously, like staff, and, and uh, as I said, like my family and that as well. So, no, I think uh, there's been a lot of people that's, that's helped me through it.
7: Football has been played this season, but games. Have taken place in stadiums that are locked down. So when you were, you know, kind of in the midst of your injury, you couldn't even go and watch the games, could you?
6: No, I think uh, when I was injured, I think I was allowed to go to to one one home game. Uh, but apart from that, it was, no, I, I just haven't watched the games at home as well. So no, that that wasn't a good feeling. It's, it's no good, uh, like just watching the games on the telly, and it was that 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 was obviously hard as well.
7: Was it difficult when the season wasn't going? To plan, you've obviously been in the team since 2010. You're used to winning week after week, winning the titles as well, and you're watching on when the season's unraveling.
6: Yeah, I think it's hard because obviously since I've come through, it's been it's been like just so much. It's like it's been so successful, uh, right, like right from I've made my debut. So I think this this season for for a lot of people at the club, it's and it's and a lot of like supporters as well. We've, we've not seen it and not tasted it, but I think. Uh, just hopefully, like, after what's happened this season, then we, we can come back, we can we can use it and, and come back stronger.
7: How surprised are you that the season went the way it did for Celtic? Uh,
6: that's, I don't think anyone at, at the start would have said it was going to happen. I think it is, it is a surprise for, for everyone. But it's it's football, you, you see different leagues, uh, like, in different, different countries and and it, and it can happen and, and uh, like rangers have been they they've been really good this season and uh, we've just not with just a few diff, like difficult results at the, at the start and just never seem to come back from that and as i said i think uh, we have got a lot of, of top quality players as well but sometimes it it just doesn't click and as i said i think uh, after like going through what we have this season hopefully we, we can come back stronger and make sure it doesn't happen again
1: how do you think the players will reflect on On where it went wrong for Celtic Because do, do players Do they look at things differently I mean from the outside The fans will pour over every detail And they'll really analyse recruitment And they'll really look at At boardroom level And what the manager You know they'll look at the full picture Every day All day probably Whereas I wonder I wonder how players feel to, to make a very tenuous comparison I remember um, Here on Alan McGregor on TV On at the weekend after the game, talking about where it had gone wrong for Rangers in the last couple of seasons in January, and he said, "Still, no idea. We've got no idea. We just we don't know. We've asked. We we explored it, and we've no idea. But you know that was done, and we moved on, and and obviously it didn't matter anymore. And James Forrest there just almost, you know, talking about kind of not so much saying these things happen, but saying you know in other leagues things went wrong for other teams and." got a few bad results at the start And just couldn't quite recover How do you think the players will
3: look th- back on it? I think as a player sometimes you look at back and think Did we sign the right players at the right time? Uh, did we... Were we prepared? I keep going back to it Rangers were We all know that They were ready to go Celtic weren't Celtic were still running about Trying to fill the gaps Bring in players uh, preparations Everything Especially getting into a, a, a season So important Gordon So as a player You will look at that You will criticise it you, you know You won't come out in public But you will criticise it Thinking Did we sign the right player Now you look at James Forrester I think James Forrester Was a massive miss Because to me is a, He's an exceptional player boy. I like the boy But He gives out the team And Celtic Have to change Their shape Because they've not got anybody to play that position Which is incredible Now if you look over at the City and Rangers If they do lose a a key player in their formation Another one just slots right in And I think that players look at that and think You know we didn't do our business quickly enough Probably didn't get the right players in Um, And I think James Forrest will be obviously disappointed That he couldn't play a part But it wouldn't have mattered If Forrest was in bang on form I think all the credit Must go to Rangers but The Celtic team Won't,
2: won't reflect in it Because the Celtic team Will never be back together again mm. f- 5 or 6 of them are gone There's an individual but, Roger
3: Who is like Forrest Who wanted to be you, There to be the but 10 or a row.
2: you can exonerate Forrest and Julian Because they weren't Involved in it really So they can mm. come back Next season Almost with a Conscience clear if you like Whereas You know I Suppose we're seeing it at The weekend Four loan players are gone Scott Brown's gone Lee Griffiths we don't know whether he's staying or going I hate, Well, hate. I've, I've done the body um, I heard that at the weekend So he's going.
1: You're going to have to finish that sentence The, you, body, language. the body language analysis You decided I, I, at the weekend it, it looked gone. like he was saying goodbye That yeah, was your, t- you
3: t- you your take, take that, on it You take that cemented gone right, Lee okay. Griffiths will we, be playing his football yeah, elsewhere We hear the pain
2: and the distress and the anguish And the voices of the Celtic supporters on this show Do we really believe that a lot of the Celtic players Share that depth of pain And anguish and suffering I think some do Without doubt some will But I think there'll be others And it goes back to Gordon's body language You can see the body language in some players now, Maybe the ones that Neil Lennon I suggested think, After th- Farage wanted th- out the door
3: Yeah I think Forrest will Because the reason yeah. being Forrest wants to beat Celtic He wants to say it's Celtic He wants to win things Ten are always important to him So I would say James Forrest would be one different Let's
1: speak to John and see what's on his mind Hi John
4: Evening, uh, when I see the celebrations at the weekend I could have been my team I would have got 10 in row, But I'd like to ask a panel tonight who, Who's to blame for the facet party this year? Is it Desmond Dernit? Is it Neil Lennon? Is it Nicky Hallman? And who's the other one? Peter Lovell. Who's to who's taking the blame for this? No. as I say it's a
1: Well, good question Let's. I liked it, John Let's put it to
3: them I think. I think everyone must take the blame A share of it
1: Anyone more than Anyone else?
3: Yeah yeah. If it was me uh, The two I would probably look at As head of recruitment Because it wasn't good enough And Neil Lennon Because He probably allowed it to happen And now Sometimes you've got to do that Because you've not got the power And I think Probably Neil Bringing these players in And playing them um, Week in, week out Probably Between they two Because If you look at Above that Peter Lawwell Peter Lawwell made a lot of money available So when you make a lot of money available And the board And the makes money available You trust the next guy down the chain To go and spend that money wisely And I think that was their downfall this season I don't think they spent it quickly enough I don't think they got their players in quickly enough Their targets in quickly enough And I think between Nicky Hammond and Neil I think the two of them got it Dramatically wrong
2: Well I'm going to quote somebody here. I can't remember whether I'm quoting Gordon Dale. I don't think I am, although it is something he might have said. I think Sounds it was unlikely. I think it was a former Rangers chairman, Alistair Johnson, many years ago, said, It's a convenient convergence of the perfect storm. In other Aye, words, okay. everything went wrong. Well, and she- that is that is the case. It's the Everything went wrong. You can trace it back to Ferenc Faros. You can trace it back to Bolly and Golly. You can trace it back to Dubai. You can trace it back to players that didn't want to be there. You can trace it back to the recruitment policy. You can trace it back to players being allowed to get into that area of their contract where their future is in doubt. You can trace it back to COVID problems. Everything that could have gone wrong,
1: did go wrong. What's your own answer to that question, John? Because I suspect you've got one. Uh,
4: Well, I think it went wrong the day day they gave Neil a job. That's my my opinion. The went for uh, Brendan Rodgers and Neil Lennon. That's not, that's not very good as far as I'm concerned should I go? I as I see, Maybe, maybe, maybe just seen it was in front of him He's trying to go for a few players. and he wasn't getting them
1: Well, time will tell what happens in the dugout I, I, I keep waiting, like you Gordon One mm-hmm. of these, I, I finish up soon For my wee summer break that I usually get I'd like to just, just, just see it Just see the story out We've had to deal with it for the last couple fi- of months
3: I find it remarkable Gordon, I really do
1: So if for nothing else, could you, if if you're listening out there, Eddie just, just Pick up the phone Do it for do it for me That's clearly what matters here More than than anything else Right, 01419511025 It's the perfect time to call Because we Are going to get some travel with Stephen And that means you Could be up next on the phones
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish Football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon Diehl and Roger Hanna Are in the building You can get in touch On the phones Or on Twitter We've got a few tweets here What we got Let's see Christopher Says A lot of players I honestly couldn't give a jot about They knew they'd be leaving That's how it looks from the outside I think we're looking at Three windows to get near Winning the league I guess uh, Chris is a Celtic fan I don't know Mm -hmm. Her mother well within Three windows of winning the league I'm not sure Four or five I think it might be uh, From a Celtic perspective and uh, some inquiries coming in from Gary Waugh and uh, Sean McHugh I can see Alan Lapp, and they've all got a wee discussion going on about whether you will be taking part in a lockdown quiz oh, on no. Thursday. Do you versus start that nonsense. Well, it I, makes sense. I One more sleeping. time. One more time.
3: Gordon, he loves it. That's the, the only thing year. he's good at. But the it boy. really
1: kept us going during lockdown. Then we we, we pulled it out, didn't we? Was it at Christmas? The, the quiz that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm good at that. So yeah, come on, once more, once more. Can I convince you?
3: <laughs> no, I, I absolutely hate it. I, I would I wouldn't sleep the morning night.
1: Good. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to achieve. Right. Let's speak to Brian, uh, who's a Rangers fan. Hi, Brian.
8: Hi. Hi, Pamela. How are we doing? Good.
1: good. Thanks. How are you?
8: Right. Before I go to my my main point, well, there was one a question I want to ask you, and then I'll, I'm going to have a small point about George Square. Go for it. Uh, the the small point is: Are we having the uh, the out of season early program?
1: Oh yes, about housekeeping. Yeah, I think we will. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So Keep that'll probably
3: going. be between six and seven. Am I right? That's right. Yes. Right, that's are you Available right, then, right. Brian? Because we could maybe what make it. Are you available round about that time, six or seven. I don't know. I might be, Gordon. That's it good, mate. What you're thinking about? No, no, no. Just for a show, just to make sure you're
6: okay.
8: I tune in uh, as much as I can. Good. Uh, I was disappointed by last night, uh, George Square. Yeah, there's no doubt there was uh, there was violence and vandalism that took place. But the the way the program was going last night was that every single Rangers supporter attended that. And we know we're still in a COVID situation, right? Maybe they shouldn't have been there, mm. but. This was going to happen. It was painting the, the fans all black. See, uh, but Brian, nah.
1: I, I keep, I I do keep hearing that, right? And yet, multiple times, me, Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, whoever it was over the weekend, multiple times, we said that it clearly wasn't every Rangers fan. I think everyone knows that. Yeah, there
8: was twenty arrests. Okay, twenty arrests. Too much, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And these people actually caused the, the trouble. I hope that I hope the club. Uh, you know, Find out who they are and, and, and if they are Season ticket holders Then they don't get into the ground yeah. Because that is unacceptable yeah. uh, I was disappointed With the two Celtic fans that came on And started saying we're banned in Manchester And we're banned in Seville uh, This that and the next thing uh, People in glass houses shouldn't they throw stones There is an element in both Clubs That they would like to deal with and
1: stamp out. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember questioning that very point as well. But um, yeah, carry on. Have you got what's what else is on your yeah, mind? Yeah,
8: my, my point is uh, Celic's footer was on, I uh, can't remember his name again, but he's a regular and he, he's, he always talks about his club, which is really, really good. You know, I, I like that. It uh, was going on. Who do you blame? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one thing to blame for Celtic's demise, and that's Rangers. Uh, the incredible consistency uh, Right from the off And you just need to look at the, 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 the figures The figures are, you know, speak for itself uh, But Celtic finished second comfortably And they, they had plus 49 the, the, the goal scoring wasn't a problem They were obviously, as a team They were kind of struggling with the balance But I think come... The turn of the year is where everything really turned for Celtic. Uh, they were still like there were 19 points behind Rangers, but they had three games in hand, and it just it didn't materialise. I still think people thought that Rangers may come to the, you know the beginning of the year and do what they did the previous two years, and obviously that that never happened. So really, Celtic's demise is down to my club.
1: Roger, that, does that go back to what you said a minute ago about the, the sort of perfect storm? Because it's got to be a bit of both. So it has, it has to be, you know. And it, it, those two things can coexist. We often do this in Glasgow. I stop focusing on where Celtic have gone wrong because you're not giving Rangers the credit they deserve. Both can exist at the same time.
2: Yeah, I Listen, Rangers rightly have had a lot of credit. They got it again in the show on Saturday. Um, they have broken records across the board. First time over a hundred points. In the club's history Only 13 goals conceded Which I think is a record for a 38 game season 26 clean sheets In a 38 game season A 25 point Gap to Celtic in second place A right back and captain That scores 19 goals So I could keep on and keep on Rangers as we said at the top of the show Have been outstanding And while Celtic have had problem Upon problem upon problem um, Each of the team's Tends to be gauged to a certain extent By how the other one is performing And arguably Celtic's biggest problem of the season Was how well Rangers were
3: doing
1: Yeah I've got a job on to squeeze this in before the news Thank you Brian Let's hear the second part of that James Forrest interview With Alison Conroy Says he's excited about the future With a new manager set to take over And he's also been speaking about How his aim to make the Euros Helped him through his rehab And that leads us on nicely to the second hour topics
7: There's obviously a lot of speculation about who the new manager is going to be? Who's going to come in? And it probably will be announced in the next few days or, or weeks. For you, what's it like when a, a new manager comes in? You've obviously been there under a few managers. You know, you've had Neil, you've had Ronnie Dyla, Brendan Rogers.
6: Uh, no, I think it's like over the years I, ha- I have enjoyed like working under different managers because you, you know you, you get to learn uh, new things, and, and uh, like, I, I think it, it doesn't matter what age you are, like, even. Remember when Rodgers come in, uh, your, your boys like later on in their career, like thirty four, thirty five, like still le- le- learning new things about the game. So no, I think it's, it's it's always an exciting time, and and then it maybe gives like the players that maybe like, haven't been on the fringes and, and maybe not played as much, like kind of gives everyone a chance again and kind of fresh start. So no, as, as I said, I've, I've worked with like a few managers with Celtic and obviously with Scotland as well, and I think it's. It's, it's beneficial for the players that you, you get to to, uh, to learn and like uh, like different kind of philosophies and, and different ways of like playing the game.
7: You've got Scott leaving, Peter Lowell's, of course, leaving, a new chief exec's coming in. There'll probably be a few other players leave. So it's a kind of a big change. I know that happened for you as well. I think back in 2010, the likes of Arthur Boric and Aidan McGeady and the likes left. Can that, in a sense at times, kind of rejuvenate the squad and give it that fresh lease of life?
6: Yeah, I think that's that's what we're going to need to look towards if, if there is a few boys leaving in the summer and uh, like new manager comes in. It's you said it's a kind of fresh start and everyone knows like this wasn't the season we wanted. But uh, like when you're at Celtic, you're a big club. You need you need to like you need to get on with it and there's there's going to be like trophies again next season and uh, wanted to do well in Europe as well. So it's no, it kind of once the new season starts, it all starts again. And now as you said, like I think it's like a. A kind of fresh start to 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 try and like maybe build something, uh, like build something again.
7: Before that season starts, there is of course the Euros. How hopeful are you that you've done enough to be there with Scotland?
6: Yeah, no, the, the last couple of months, I've I've tried not to think too far ahead, like not not think too much about it. Is the most important thing for me was was just back training, feeling good, and getting as, as much games and minutes in as I could before the end of the season, and uh, obviously get get one one more game left on Saturday. So. I'll just hopefully play a part in that, and and then uh, not just as I said, like let, let the Euros take care of itself, and and, and hopefully be in the squad. Definitely.
7: What was it difficult though when you are injured and you're thinking Scotland have made it to a major tournament for the first time since 1998? Of course, you want
6: to be there. No, no. I think uh, as soon as qualified, I think every uh, every Scottish player was was going to try and like, it was going to do their best, and they want they want to be a part of it, and, and uh, it's obviously a massive achievement and. Like to be a part of that, it's, it's been it's been unbelievable. So to to go uh, to go to the Euros would be, uh, it, it'd be a great achievement, and that's what, that's what I, like obviously that that's my goal, and that's what that's where I want
7: to be. I know Steve Clark did keep you involved when you you were out and you couldn't play.
6: Yeah, no, uh, definitely at the start, and I think that helped as well because when, when, uh, when he when he first came to Scotland, like I'd been in every squad up until uh, the the camp last October so no it it was good to to still feel a part of it and I think that is that that helps you when you're injured as well to to know that you've you've got something to like keep working hard for every day to to make sure you get back and and back involved and and, uh, that's what I've done up to now For you
7: your 11 years at Celtic it's the only club that you've played for in your senior career do you see your whole career now being at Celtic? Uh,
6: That's I think it's 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 easier uh, easier said than done. Like it's been it's been 11 years, but I've I've enjoyed it. I've 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 loved every minute of it. But uh, I know that I'm going to need to just kind of take like take for granted that I'm I'm here, even though I've been for 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 here for for so long. I think obviously new manager coming in and there's always like new players, younger players, and I think it's no. I just need to keep working hard and making sure that I, I keep doing. What I do for the team and, and then hopefully As I said like Stay here for as long as I can
1: Here's your shameless transition then Does James Forrest Make it into the 26 man Euros squad tomorrow? Does Lee Griffiths? Does Billy Gilmore? Does David Turnbull? Does Nathan Patterson? Does Lauren Shank? The list goes on 26 names Announced tomorrow by Stevie Clark Who is going to make it? Let us know right now And we'll do this first
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Okay, Beat the Pundit time 0141 951 1025 You're running out of time to beat the Pundit for this season Just a few days left So pick up the phone and put these two in their place You do have to call before 7 So if you want to beat the Pundit Your chance is up next Tackle the headlines
0: 0141 951 1025
1: Flight 1 Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here Tuesday after the season ended We've been doing a bit of reflecting Looking back on some of the talking points from the season that's just passed What about looking forward? We've got an exciting summer ahead with the Euros And it really kicks off tomorrow Because the squad is announced tomorrow afternoon 26 players who should be in it I'm not saying you have to come on here and rhyme off all 26 Although you can if you want But I want to know your main... Your main talking points Who's going to be in it Who's not What would you do What do you think Stevie Clark will do Give us a call right now And uh, we'll get to that after this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: You are running out of time To beat the Pundit this season As we Draw the two-hour shows to a close at the end of this week Black Arthur's on some end-of-season stats he's got for you The pundits are on a 14-game winning streak oh. So we need to end that tonight man, you've got the highest score of the season You once got a nine
6: well, at yeah. one
1: point But you also got a three at one point So you've got quite a range in there Oh yes, That's and at that, that, that three would be eight. you were, uh, I'm uh, consistent. I'm just just a... Your highest score of the season is only a five That
3: doesn't matter, it's uh, all about
1: running And there was a time that you got one So we're just gonna see. um, Andy Halliday has been crowned champion. Can't already. This is for the season. I think we should keep it running for the end of 2021. But I I don't know. You guys might not get asked back next season. I might not get asked back next season. So Uh, we'll wait and see. Um, Halliday, Ray, and Hannah, the top three. Duffy relegated by the looks of it, but (laughs) not in real life because he had a great one in the playoffs last night, didn't he? Yeah, against Edinburgh City Away from home So he's in pole position Right, Greg is in soccer. How's it going, Greg? I'm doing good, Gordon How are you? 14 games unbeaten for these guys Please tell me you're the man to end that I'll try my very best, Gordon Good Heads, it will be Roger Hanna Minus one Tails, it will be Gordon DL And it is tails It's Gordon DL Up to the plate (laughs) Is that okay? That's fine Thank you Don't ever doubt me again Won't do (laughs) it Right, I'm going to give you something else to listen to Yep, okay. I've turned them off, Greg, which is always good. 30 seconds. You just answer as many questions right as you can. And if you do not know, the secret is to pass quickly and move on, okay? Well, do. Let's like go for it, Good, man. 30 seconds. Let's go for it, indeed. Your time starts now. Name any Scottish club that Derek McInnes played for? Uh, Aberdeen. Who do Airdrie play tonight in the Championship playoff?
4: They play. Um...
1: Pass Who scored more goals for Scotland Ali McCoyst or Kenny Miller uh, Ali McCoyst Which team did Lauren Shankland Join Dundee United from United Who was the Celtic captain Immediately before Scott Brown Pass Which Scottish side Are nicknamed the Buddies St. Burnham. Okay Gordon DL Can you hear us I can Gordon yes What were you enjoying I don't, don't know don't I don't even know what,
2: One of my favourites Ain't nobody but Chaka Khan Oh it was Chaka
3: Khan I like Chaka Khan.
1: So much so that you didn't even know the song? No. Right, okay. 30 seconds. You right. ready? Yeah. Your time starts now. <sighs> Name any Scottish club side that Derek McInnes played for? St Johnson. Who did Airdrie play tonight in their championship Morton. playoff? Who scored more goals for Scotland, Ali McCoyst or Kenny Miller? Uh, McCoyst. Which team did Lauren Shankland join Dundee United from? Here. Who was the Celtic captain immediately before Scott Brown? McManus. Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Buddies? X-Men. Name any Celtic player that made the PFA Scotland Team of the Year this season yeah. And which, did we finish that? Nah, I don't think so, I'm going to take it off you Why? just don't think I needed to finish that question That sure.
2: must be a season's high
1: right, Yeah, that is, I did start the last question, didn't I?
2: Must be a season high All ah,
1: right, producer Chris has given me the nod Which manager signed Stephen Davis for his first spell at Rangers quickly? Uh, well, it's one Okay. Whoa. Greg, what do you think? No. <laughs> oh man, there are records yeah, getting set here. I think the beginning, the beginning's done me, I think. I think the nair got the better mate at the start. Right. Yeah, I wasn't nervous. Let's find out. Name any Scottish club Derek McInnes played for Morton, Rangers, Dundee United, or St Johnson. Gordon Diel goes 1 0 in front. Uh, who did Airdrie play tonight in their championship playoff Morton? 2 0. DL Hang up Who scored more goals for Scotland Ali McCoyst or Kenny Miller You both went Ali McCoyst And it is Ali McCoyst By 1 19-18 mm. I, I can tell what producer Callum's trying to do now He's trying to double bluff you with those questions isn't yeah. he And he's making it deliberately close um, So 3-1 DL Greg got to grips with it in the middle a little bit He knew that Air United was where Lauren Shanklin joined from as well But so did you 4-2 you got Stephen McManus And he didn't 5-2 <laughs> You both got the buddies 6-3 6? Keep knew, it going You knew that Iyer Was the PFA it going. Team of the year 7 And you knew that Walter Smith sang oh. Stephen Davis And 8 oh. He's finishing the season oh, On a high oh. this guy I never thought he was capable The best of the season For him so far Was a five He's just got an eight Greg you met a man in form Hard lines What a performance
3: Yeah well oh, played Gordon Well oh, played Ah oh, look Look honestly I feel bad Well played yourself
1: Yes Good man Greg Thanks for taking the time It was a pleasure to speak to you I Tell you what They were easy tonight though oh, look You nah, always they take were. the shine nah, off it, Don't you they were easy
3: I'll tell you what Wilson will be in his kitchen And he always makes his dinner Round about He'll be sick He'll be break.
2: sick Eight Generous questions S- tonight Sitting in the kitchen or Sitting in the Bombay Dreams
3: With his Helly Hanson on He'll be one or other But it doesn't matter He'll he'll, he'll be sick <laughs> Hey I tell you what I might just fancy this quiz on Thursday night
1: Oh Okay Well we'll see No I'm looking. It's been a real mixed bag for you I mean going from United States of Arab To eight On Beat the Pundit Within the space of a few months oh. It's pff, What a turnaround Would
3: I get the next question What right? a
1: turnaround Honestly, yeah. I don't know Because I've accidentally cut it off <laughs> <at> 8 questions <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So it's a good job I didn't read any quicker um, But there we go, that's all we needed Right, let's do it Tomorrow, the night, the day that we have been waiting for For so long How good does it feel to have this debate Even if we fall out over this Debating who Scotland's men's team are mm. going to take To European Championship Is a brilliant situation to be in 26 man squad I think one of you is capable of quickly revealing the 26 Well, Roger, he's top man at this You'll have it written down
3: The 26?
2: Oh You're, my god!
1: Oh and goodness. is this yours or is this Stevie Clark's? Um, no, I think it's mine Okay, I think
2: you'll find your phones over there Because I'm not quite sure Oh, he's got the who Stevie
1: Clark will go for No, I know that, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking you Are you predicting right. or are you no. advising? No
2: I'll go with my 26 You're
1: advising Stevie Clark if yeah. he's listening Right, okay David Marshall Greg mm-hmm. oh, Gordon yep. John McLaughlin
2: okay. Andy Robertson Grant Hanley Scott McKenna Kieran Tierney Stevie O'Donnell Liam Palmer Declan Gallagher Greg Taylor Liam Cooper Billy Gilmer David Turnbull <sharp inhale> James double. Forrest John McGinn Callum McGregor Stuart Armstrong Scott McTominay Ryan Christie John Fleck Ryan Fraser, Lyndon Dykes, Jay Adams, Kevin
1: Nisbet, and Lee Griffiths. Oh, right. So, quickly, a couple of headlines. No Andy Considine.
2: No Andy Considine. No Jack it was Henry. Very
1: close. No Jack Henry either. Ooh, right. Okay. Um, no Lauren Shankland.
2: No Lauren Shankland. But you did
1: have Lee Griffiths. Just pipped by Lee Griffiths. You did have Forrest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And you had Turnbull and. Gilmore I did As
2: the ones who Would come into the places That would have been filled By Ryan
1: Jack and Kenny McLean. Okay Gordon but don't send anyone to sleep Don't run through 26 no, Just quickly What would you disagree with From Roger's team None Oh no. that was easy Right yeah.
3: okay Oh, You can argue maybe Parson in there But I'm going with Roger's
1: You think that's what it'll be
3: Yeah I had it
1: written down yeah Sure you did Right okay let's bring in Jim What do you think Roger again You don't have to run through All 26 But what would be your Your main thoughts ahead of tomorrow
9: The three Well the three Youngest on form players For Scotland Are Turnbull Patterson And Gilmore If they're not in the squad It's a damn disgrace
1: Are they all all Equal For for you Do you you think they've all got The same chance of making it Or I I don't know
9: if they've got The same chance of making it But if they're not in the squad I think we need a new manager well, because if you don't, if you don't take your on form, on song players, in my opinion, you're an mm. idiot.
1: Well, to be fair, although I, I get the point about, by the way, they are very good players. But when when you say on form, even Gilmore, Gilmore and Patterson haven't played a lot of football this season.
9: But they've been absolutely outstanding for their clubs mm. when they do.
1: Again, yeah. again, yeah, I, I do not doubt that. I actually, I actually agree with you. But what I'm saying is, if you're talking about form, I'm not sure guys that have only played. A handful of games w- would would come into the form bracket, would they? Well,
9: what, what, when did Patterson have a bad game for Rangers? When did Gilmore have a mm-hmm. bad game for Chelsea? When did Turnbull have a bad game for Celtic?
1: I, 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 I'm still agreeing with mm-hmm. Jim. I'm just talking about the notion of form for for Patterson and Gilmore. I'm not really sure about form because yeah, in the last couple of games that they played, they've been good, but. The
3: appearance numbers are small. I I, I totally understand what you're saying, right? Uh, I think Gilmore and Roger and I have both put Gilmore and Turnbull in. The question, and I did see it with Patterson. Looking at the squad, would you need three right backs? Because you've got a who will definitely go, and Liam Palmer. So it's either Liam Palmer or Nathan Patterson, and probably knowing the way Steve Clark is about his business, I think he'll take Palmer you agree, Roger, or would you disagree
2: yeah, yeah, with I, 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 Actually, I do. I think, listen, going forward, I think Nathan Patterson will probably be Scotland's right back for the next 10 years. But I think Steve Clark will pick O'Donnell and Palmer um, because he trusts them through loyalty. They've played a part in the qualification process. He likes them. You know, he gets back with Stevie O'Donnell to command days. Uh, Liam Palmer's not let him down at all. Uh, I just think he will go with them and... If Nathan Patterson continues The rate of development he's shown In the last six months or nine months Then I would fully expect him to play a part In the qualification for the Qatar World Cup
1: The thing that elevates Particularly Gilmore and Turnbull Jim I assume is the injuries to Kenny McLean And Ryan Jack
9: Yes but Patterson has played He played in Europe for Rangers Mm -hmm. Never played a bad game Outstanding So Tell tell me who's better than him? Who's a more on form Right
1: back You, you don't actually have to convince me I, 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 I'm just talking about that word form That's all I mean would Form you, would is you a number, guy would, that's you, get, would you pick him ahead of Stephen O'Donnell or Liam Palmer? I think it's He's never in a million years Going to get picked ahead of Stephen no, O'Donnell No, no He's the number, he's a number he's, one in, whether you know you agree he's, he's played every Scotland game recently, got, so that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even if even if you think it should, that's never going to happen. There is clearly a much more of a debate there. Liam Palmer used sparingly. If you're looking at a, a second choice right back, would you go? Would you go Patterson?
3: I'd be delighted if Patterson went to the Euros, uh, but I don't think that. Steve Clark Will go down that road I think he's one for the future As Roger rightly said He's certainly got to be In future squads Because the lad Is a very very Talented player But I just think Knowing Steve Clarke Is about his business The two full backs O'Donnell is number one Whether he agree with it or not He's been Loyal to Steve O'Donnell And O'Donnell's not Let him down Not let the country down So he will certainly Be the number one Right back um, me personally, yeah, I would probably, if it was my decision, I would probably take Parson. But I think Steve Clark won't, and they'll take Liam Palmer.
1: Uh, I mean, Roger, the there's been a great debate for for months now, particularly regarding Turnbull and Gilmore. Is there any way that they don't make it for, for you now? When you, when you look at who, who's available, right? Because Ryan Jack is injured, and it is a real shame for him. He won't make it, and he certainly would have gone. Kenny McLean, same. He would have gone. So In that midfield area Do we have enough to leave them out?
2: The, the only I had a look at it And I think Steve Clark will play McTominay as a centre half In a back three I think he'll play a, a central player Possibly Hanley With McTominay and Tierney either side in a back three However I might be wildly wrong And maybe he's got a place Penciled in for Scott McTominay in midfield Now If you add McTominay as a midfielder Then perhaps
3: A Gilmer or a Turnbull doesn't go but for me they both go. It's hard to argue against that. I think you do take the, the both of them
1: and I think because like I say, we, we had calls on here right three months ago, whatever it was mm-hmm. saying Turnbull and Gilmore need to go to the Euros, but that then that was before Jack and McLean got injured. So mm-hmm. their chances surely, just by availability by numbers, must have skyrocketed in the last couple of years. Of course.
3: And it's the same because of McBurney's injury. Um Obviously that leaves you one short up top Gordon because you want to go with At least four or five strikers there for the tournament So that leaves an opportunity And, and, and the options are people like Shankland or Griffiths Coming in there uh, Forrest, I think does go because it gives you Different options as well Um, But I, as I say I just think Patterson Me personally I would take him but I don't think Steve Clark would
1: mm, Thank you Jim, let's bring in Stephen and Canvas Lang, how much are you looking forward To the squad announcement Stephen? Uh,
10: well, I'm even more buzzing now that I'm actually going to be at Wembley, Gordon.
1: Oh um, yeah, we had you on recently, and you said you were waiting to find out. So you've had the good news. Yeah, I've got my ticket.
10: Um, I've also i got. A tw- I wanted to make a point. Two seconds. Sorry, you've, you That I wanted to make a twenty a point. Uh, about Liam Kelly.
1: All right. Okay. Go for
10: it. Instead. Take it away. Right, okay, sorry. Um, my goalkeepers, David Marshall, Craig Gordon, Liam Kelly. Defenders, Stephen O'Donnell, Nathan Patterson. I put Callum Patterson in as well and he can play a variety of positions. Grant Hanley, Liam Cooper, Declan Gallagher, Andy Considine, Keenan Tierney and Andy Robertson. My midfielders, Scott McTominay, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, Ryan Christie, Stuart Armstrong. David Tumble, Brian Gold, Billy Gilmore And the forwards I've went for are Che Adams, Wyndon Dykes, Ryan Fraser, James Forrest Lee Griffiths and Kevin Nisbet
1: Right, who have you left out? It was hard for me to keep up with that Who are the the, the big names, if you like? The goalkeeper,
2: what goalkeeper did you leave John McLaughlin I I, I don't think there was a McKenna or a Taylor in there
10: Uh, No, Scott um, McKenna's... No one, I know. For me, to be fair, but, and I don't think we need to take three, three left backs. The
1: yeah. thing that the thing that fascinates me, Stephen, about that, because I think the way you've just described it is is probably true. We don't you don't need three left backs. I, I wonder, if, is Kieran Tierney a centre back for Scotland? If we if we play a back three, he will certainly play left side of that back three, won't he? Yeah. And even even if we were to go to a four. It's not even a possibility that as we was what was the last game the when we eventually got our act together we changed at half time in Israel. Yeah. Even was it was one of two centre backs in a back four. Is Kieran Tierney not actually there as a as more of a centre back now, which would leave Greg Taylor as your backup left back.
10: Yeah, that's probably true. I would probably then maybe take out Ryan Gold and put Greg Taylor in there. You so said
1: that's a mm. good point. Oh, don't let me change your mind. Uh, by the way. Scott McTominay's just limped off For Man United (laughs) against Fulham Another space Oh dear, oh dear I hope that one's right Because he's actually been playing pretty well tonight He's just limped off Um, Ryan Gold's an interesting name There's a real Twitter hype About Mm. Ryan Gold, Roger And I feel this is where people need to be honest And say Have you seen Have you seen enough of him To make an informed decision He has Done well in Portugal this season Lots of managed the match awards I think he's named The Portuguese League's Player of the Month Yeah um, Today what what do you make of that? Is he out of sight out of mind or is he has he become mysteriously better because people aren't seeing him as often if that makes well, sense
2: well uh, listen he's a nine man of the match awards in the portuguese top flight and he's not really playing for one of the powerhouses anymore he's not at sporting lisbon he's at Firenze so he must be doing something right um you would have to assume that steve clark and his his backroom team have a Ryan gold watched um Probably on several occasions. And I've just probably made the decision that for now hmm. he's not better than, than what's there, you know, a McGregor, a McGinn, perhaps a McTominay if he plays in there, an Armstrong, players like that. But if he continues his development,
1: then I'm quite sure the Scotland management team will have a look at him at some stage. We do have a good midfield. That's the thing, Gordon. There will mm-hmm. be guaranteed tomorrow it will be a, a disgrace That this player hasn't been included And a shambles that, that this player hasn't been included You can only pick 26 And if it Particularly when it comes to midfield We we do have good options we've, Because you l- look at your nailed on As, as, mm-hmm. as Roger says McGinn, McT- M- McTominay McGinn McGregor. Armstrong McGregor Guys yes. that are either operating At a very good level And or Have done well for Scotland in the past
3: Yeah I think I think we've got a decent Balanced squad Gordon I think um, Steve Clark will pick A squad that will give them options Now everyone looks at Scotland just now Are we a back three team? Probably yes just now But as a manager and a coach Steve Clark will want to get in there And be able to switch things about Whether it be a back four, a back three Whatever it may be So he he want want personnel in there That he's comfortable with changing It was interesting to hear there that um, Liam Kelly Now Liam Kelly's been terrific for uh, Motherwell Sander Clark, for instance, is a talk up. It's in Johnston as well. But I think the three top goalkeepers are there. It's uh, simple. Uh, you, you know, people talk about McGregor's not going to come out. Well, he's
1: got about 10 clean sheets this season. Yeah, so. so not so played recently or that much recently. Me
3: personally, the, the goalkeepers, that is the three goalkeepers mm. that will go unless there's any injuries or whatever. But we're very strong in the middle of part. And I think we're better if we've got the option to get mm. the Gilmore in, whether he p- plays a big part or a small part. It's the experience for him moving on for the future as well
1: Right, thank you Stephen It was great to hear from you Right, who are the marginal ones then? But I'm looking at guys that have not featured recently But we know what they can do in the past I'm thinking Lee Griffiths Does he go? Do you find a space for him Despite a, a, a season that didn't amount to much? James Forrest out most of the season Do you find a place for him? Give us all your thoughts 01419511025
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One's Super
1: Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon D. L are here What's your Scotland squad for tomorrow? You don't need to name all 26 But if you've got some headlines And in particular I'm interested in those Marginal attacking positions Does Lee Griffith's go? Does James Forrest go Does Kevin Nisbet Lauren Shankland What about them And of course The the ones that we've been debating for months Your Gilmores Your Turnbulls Your Pattersons Whatever you think This is your last chance Maybe Stevie Clark's listening Maybe he's swithering And he thinks Someone out there Could change his mind You never know Unlikely Yes But that could be you So give us a call and uh, let us know what is on your mind Just quickly Your teaser for this evening oh, Mark O'Brien says Since 2000 There have been five Scottish Cup finals In which neither of the old firm Have featured Can you name the opening goal scorer In each of these finals? So five players Who opened the scoring In a Scottish Cup final Since 2000 That did wow. not involve Either of the old firm St. Johnston,
3: Dundee, United Who was it? scored? Stephen Anderson Stephen Anderson,
1: yeah Yes um, Alright we'll leave it there Because it's a short one tonight You're only looking concerned. for four more So we will We will leave it there And see what you can Come up with Remember you can Tweet us You can phone us We'd love to hear from you On the line Twitter is Fine also So um, I can see some Coming in here um, Stephen McEwen says Hickey playing In his second best position at Right back Is superior At a better level Than Palmer um, he's been injured or Ryan he again, has been for he, a period so, of time, yeah. Um, so that's not going to happen. Craig Miko says he would add Patterson, Gilmore and Nisbet. Um, Ryan Gold has been in great form, just one player of the month in Portugal. He must be considered. You kind of touched on that one. Uh, Alan Hudson sent me his full 26 man squad in on a nice spreadsheet and everything, honestly, with some effort. It looks pretty similar to what you guys gave. A couple of changes at the back there, wasn't it? it was no Taylor, and uh, yeah, he's and got no Taylor, Henry was in, and no Palmer, yeah. and
2: Patterson's
1: in, yeah. And he's loaded up the front The front line, um, a little bit more. Um, right, what about those ones that I mentioned? I'm keen to get your thoughts on the phones, by the way. So, whatever these two say, you're bound to disagree with it. Lee Griffiths, for instance, mm. is he going? Um, why should he go? Why should he not?
3: Uh, I think, I think he'll go in the fact to. He's probably, if you look at that list that we've got, Gordon, he's probably the most natural finisher. He's the best finisher. Now, I don't think Lee Griffiths is going to start games, but he's the kind of guy, for me, that can come on, late on in a game, and just grab you something. Now, he's not played a lot of football. His fitness has been put in the question, rightly so, because I, I think that this season's been a total write-off. I know Alec was talking... At the weekend there About the last three seasons But the lad Is a finisher And sometimes You need someone To come on Change a game I think if McBurney was fit Griffiths wouldn't be there But with the fact That McBurney's out now It leaves a gap And the only other one I can think of Is it's Griffiths Or Shanklin And I think Me personally Mm. Putting on for 15-20 minutes I would probably Put Griffiths on Right
1: Let's bring in Andy And Royston on that topic Andy what do you think Gentlemen how he's
11: done hey, For me I think it's an absolute no brainer That Lee Griffiths needs to go I mean we've spoken about the boys who are for the future And taking them along makes sense to get them That experience However I'm going to ask you so a question And Steve Clark won't be listening I don't suppose But if he is oh, he, will he can be. listen as well Five minutes to go in the final game Is Croatia the final game into? not it yes. It's one each With 85 minutes gone hey, Shea Adams has run his heart in For the last two games Everybody in the nation, doesn't matter what team you support. There's only one guy you're going to pull me five minutes to go in that game to get a goal. And if you're only taking Lee Griffiths for a cameo role for five minutes, there's no better time with, eight, with 26 players in the squad. It's the biggest squad entitlement you've ever had. Uh, I do believe if that situation came along, I even believe Steve Clark would say to himself, my goodness, I wish I'd Lee Griffiths be thrown but That's my point. I just don't mm-hmm. think we have players in that squad that can score the kind of goals that he scores now there's all been mentioned about his fitness and I've got my own observations about that however if he gets named tomorrow he's got five weeks to get himself fit
3: he said the full season a... to get himself fit oh God and... you know what I, I mean, you what mean? I can't another... hold on hold on he come back to he come back from pre-season what he had four or five weeks off then and he wasn't fit he said the full season you can argue well hold on a minute he's not played a lot of football in a lot of games then He's still training every every single day And I think a lot of times That Lee Griffiths didn't start for Celtic Was because down to fitness Now where I will agree to you And you've just listened to me and saying I would take him because I think With that 10-20 minutes to go He's no, be- no better striker He's our natural finisher He's the best finisher we've got So I would take him But don't say that He's got five weeks to get himself fit All of a sudden he's going to be Coming back in prime condition Lee Griffiths next season is a massive season ahead of him because people are now talking about his last three seasons of, you know, goal scoring, his his numbers as it's now called. I'm a Lee Griffiths fan. I think he's a fantastic finisher. But sometimes as a player, you've got to look in the mirror and say, have I done enough? And I don't think Lee Griffiths has this season. No, that's
11: fair. That's fair this season. But, you know, I I don't want to hog the conversation. There There was conversation earlier on and it was run about reasons and, and Celtic uh the situations that were uh, it was Celtic's hands, right? I'm gonna share something with you, right? Uh, and and you've you've been in dressing rooms club mm-hmm. so you understand this, right? Yeah, last season, mid uh, pre season, silly players and and all players were out and they left to their own devices getting fit. Now you wouldn't know this, right? But Lee Griffiths had to come into I'm involved in the pyramids, right, and a low league club. Lee Griffiths had to come into your club and train. Phoenix. I was there every morning, late at the three days a week, up to five days a week. Brought along his personal trainer. No, when when I don't believe it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe Lee Griffiths has ever been the most dynamic of players. I think he's he's, he's one of the players about the edge of the box and stuff like that. But one of the things I think went wrong with Celtic last year, right? Celtic like, didn't he need to throw Lee Griffiths under the bus. They've done a BMI test on him, right? And he might, but I, I saw him training five days a week. God, I promise you, mm. they've done this test on him, and the BMI index says that he's overweight, right? Celtic could have said, right, come out fans, and you'll need to really work really hard. But they did not hang him out to dry front page of the papers. Lee Griffiths is overweight. Now, right away, if you're asking what happened in the dressing room, people are close to Lee Griffiths are going, did the club really need to hang him out to dry? Similarly with ball and Glory, did the club really need to send him away, you know? So Celtic done things wrong, but we're talking about Griffiths. And I've just i just asked you to put yourself in that situation, Corbin. I know I know that you said he should go, but I think the whole nation, if we needed a goal with five minutes to go in that tournament, I think we'd, we'd all look to him. And, and, and I threw in the fitness thing Because I, I knew that would be a counter argument yeah. from people If you want playing for He's fat enough
1: to play five minutes Roger what do you think of this Impact player argument You're a NFL fan We've got Lee Griffiths down as some sort of special team player yeah. here Is that, is that and, acceptable?
2: And, and that's what he's morphed into really. Is that is, if, that, if, that, if is that okay? He, well you would have to ask Lee Griffiths if it's okay no, I mean, I mean, I mean for you Are
1: you carrying a guy for, to if that is the reason To say Well yeah He'll give us a good 10 minutes If we need him Is that Is that enough to put him ahead Of guys who well, that, If need be Could could do more than that
2: If it's a 23 man squad It doesn't go It's as simple as that. Right it? okay 26 man squad You've got the scope To take players who Might be as you described them Special teams players Guys you might only need For A special occasion If it is 1-1 With Croatia At Hamden On the Monday night And you're going out The competition And get them on And maybe Flash home A free kick Like he did with those Two free kicks against England That's a long time ago That's four years ago Since he did that it was good though wasn't it It was good <laughs> And a lot of Lee Griffiths fans Are living in the memories Of Lee Griffiths But He does have that In his locker To produce a little bit Of razzmatazz Just on a special occasion could he do it in the summer? I think he get could, Roger
3: Because it, it was shown against Aberdeen at Potardy When he was thrown on yeah. To get the equaliser There's no doubt the boys are a great, a great finisher And I, I would like to see Lee Griffiths back to his best I watched him on in, in Sunday again He came on and wasn't really involved But I'll get back to the point On a 26-man mm. team
1: just, rem- I would t- take t- him- just remind me though Because it's obviously in comparison to others Did you have... Who else did you have... Attacking wise,
2: attacking wise, Adams, mm-hmm. Dykes, yep. Nisbet Yep, and then those, you know, James Forrest, Ryan Fraser, Ryan Christie. No,
1: David right. I, Combo, I mean, John a McGinn bit, a bit further forward. I mean, so yeah, your strikers essentially, Adams, Dykes, Nisbet and Griffiths. Yeah, right? yeah. So essentially, you are unless I'm missing someone, you're going Griffiths instead of Shankland. Really, for mm, that's sure. Yeah. yeah, I would have said Yeah. because there's no McBurney. It's been a long time Really since someone like Ollie Burke Would, would have come into that conversation anyway. He's yeah. injured mm.
3: um, That's your choice Gordon You're then really
1: at A Johnny Russell
2: Or A Callum Patterson Or a Mark McNulty Somebody like that, that that's, your, mm. that's next off the rank
1: Andy Maybe Maybe there are a bit of similarities With this next one Because James Forrest it, It's more about People knowing what he can do Because he's he's been injured So we've not seen a lot of him recently he also doesn't... We don't really have wingers, really. We, we don't have many or, or any others. Does James Forrest go?
11: I think so. Uh, Fraser can obviously play in a wider area, but Forrest has shown over the years, and I mean, he's already mentioned earlier on the show, we have been missing this season. It showed the impact at the club level. Again, uh, Forrest... Forrest has been no playing because of bad form. He's been injured, but uh, good players... They don't lose for him because of injury As long as he get that time you get that match sharpness up Then he certainly I'm pretty sure Steve Clark's a fan of Forrest anyway But I've no doubts he'll go
1: Yeah I think you were both in agreement on Mm -hmm. that Does he again Does it go in his favour? Because I feel bad wording it like that As if he's done something wrong But he's just been injured and that's unavoidable But we don't really have any other wingers If you're looking for a squad that That ticks a few boxes Gives you options Allows you flexibility does James Forrest need need to be in it? James Forrest is one of the best players in the country yeah, But without doubt
2: James Forrest goes Especially when you hear Steve Bruce In his press conference at Newcastle today
1: Describing the inclusion of Ryan Fraser as A gamble Yeah I didn't enjoy that I must say because I had fallen into the trap Pretty much like everyone else Of having him nailed on yeah. I, I think everyone has haven't they yeah. Any squad I've seen had him nailed on Do you think there's a chance he misses out? He's not played since March
2: You would have Well he's training today um That's fine, you, on his own with <laughs> one of his one of his Newcastle team I think it was Isaac Hayden or somebody he was training with. So he is back on the grass. He is training um with what three weeks before four weeks before Scotland's four weeks yesterday, before Scotland's first game. So you would hope he'd be in a position to be certainly in the thought process for
1: for the check game. Uh, I said You know as if there was a question mark Over James Forrest I guess there's not Listening to you and Andy And you as well Gordon Nailed
3: on Yeah nailed on for me Forrest
1: Yeah Interesting Interesting Anything else that jumps out at you Andy The the Gilmore Turnbull one That's been going on for weeks anyway And now we know that um, Jack and Why do I always remember I forget one of them Jack Kenny McLean Kenny Kenny McLean McLean, uh, Are are injured Andy Did they both go Gilmore and Turnbull
11: I, I think, I've not seen enough of Gilmore, um, however, if two, the, the, two, two young boys, take them along for the experience, I remember, I don't know, uh, Gordon, you might know better than this, but I remember you used to go hamper boys going to the tournaments and stuff like that to get yeah. them experience for about the squad, now they're better than that, these guys, and I, I actually believe, again, no, not having seen Gilmore, I think Tumbo can offer us something, uh, if, if he plays, Um so so I, I With the 26 players available You're not going There's no any big need You were saying there There's going to be a shock And somebody will be aghast that such and such No being mm. included There's not really a lot With 26 places There's, there's not really that many Up for grabs to be fair that, that, I That's know, the be thing. I, I
1: actually agree with you I, I, It was more a reflection On the way we deal with things Here Look at every squad That's announced for. We, we announce squads For Nations league games Or friendlies And people are upset At who the the, mm-hmm. th- the third choice goalkeeper is. I mean, it, we will need to maintain a sense of perspective come mid afternoon tomorrow. I think
3: your show will be interesting tomorrow night. I think you'll have plenty of callers disagreeing with Steve Clark's mm-hmm. decisions. But uh, th- at the end of the day, he's the most important guy. He'll have his uh, squad written down. Obviously, he'll take into consideration, he'll have a, a reserve list there just in case mm-hmm. anything happens over the coming weeks.
1: And no one, very rarely, when an international squad's announced, Roger, do people tell you what they agree with. Yeah. twenty six people, but it'll that, be it'll be the one that you don't agree with that, that, that jumps out. Always the way
2: of it when a squad gets named. And listen, we are not alone. You know, any any international squads the same. You can have twenty six players, and everyone will focus on the twenty seventh.
1: Oh, I suspect we are. We're pretty good at it though Compared to others I, I, I think we, we like an argument um, Right, thank you Andy, it was good to speak to you Since two thousand five Scottish Cup finals In which neither of the old firm have featured Who scored the opening goal In each of these finals? You've got Stephen Anderson For St Johnson 2014
3: Who was Inverness? It wasn't
2: Keaton's draper that way, was it? No, Inverness I was about to say Because it was who won was it? by your pal Yogi Hughes yeah, Who was I singing had... your praises on Sunday
3: Try thinking
2: who was it? Marley Watkins So it was
1: Yes Okay I'll leave it there I'll give you some thinking time We've got three to get And more of your calls Keep them coming in
0: Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon D'Ell are here It's still 0141 To join in You've got time to do it So let's hear from you On the Scotland squad tomorrow It's your last chance This is your last Sales pitch If there's someone out there That you think Has been overlooked And you want to convince Stevie Clark, I'm sure he'll be listening You can give us a call And uh, put your case forward We also have got A teaser for you two Since 2005 Scottish Cup Finals In which neither Of the old firm Have featured Who scored the opening goal In each So Marley Watkins 2015 Inverness Stephen Anderson 2014 mm. St Johnson Maybe
3: an old player of mine Craig Cormie Dundee United No
1: Good Willie Yes Roger
2: um, What about Hearts When they beat Gretnaut on penalties <laughs> It wasn't Gavin Skeleton Was it Remember <laughs> a, a few weeks ago he, he missed the penalty
1: I think the yeah, first goal was, was the first <laughs> goal Rudy Scatchel? It was Well done You've only got one to get So we will get it Between now and the end of the show Right something and he, <laughs> We need to get to the bottom of something Anyone who's listened to the show regularly Will know That it's tough to know When Gordon Dale's telling the truth Right He's economical with the truth He likes to <laughs> Exaggerate He likes to to Tell a few tales We are Watching Airdrie against Morton On television Big playoff game tonight It's on BBC Alba And It's come to light During the break Gordon claims That he used to present A football Highlights show (laughs) In Gaelic (laughs) <laughs> on BBC Alaba That might be your Worst lie of the lot No that's,
3: it's true ah, come on. I, I, I'll tell you Right I'll tell you what happened I don't, uh, even,
1: I don't even know Where to begin with that
3: It was It was Myself and Tom Boyd <laughs> And you and Dick Aunt And Dick And The worst thing about it Was we had to Introduce The, the show in Gaelic Gaelic
1: No, yeah. no, no Roger and, Roger and There I'm, is not a chance I'm That is
3: true I, I, It's 100% true uh, Gordon And I've got to say <laughs> it's, it's, That I'm somebody just... says Well the rest was in English But I think I was still Talking Gaelic No, no Roger please and It's 100% true Is, and
1: I'll, and is this a stitch up Roger You two have clearly Discussed this at the break
3: We, we need to find
2: footage Of this programme There must be somewhere Alright Was it on the Alba channel?
1: It was uh, album, yeah Ask it, Is it not a relatively new channel that
3: though? Um, I don't know We used to go and I'll tell you where it was Your filmed. memory's so bad So there I could know. be a bit I'll tell you where it was filmed It was filmed on the STV studios Pacific the, Key the Pacific Key, yeah And Tom Boyd <laughs> and myself Used to do the, the, the Sort of introductions. Okay then If that's true
1: What's 100% Okay, okay don't it is.
3: Don't, what, Please don't say What is what, good what is
1: Gaelic for good evening And welcome to the <laughs> I, football show I have show.
3: absolutely no idea there you go I have and, absolutely how,
2: no idea how, 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 have we, how many seasons did this run for? Like,
3: uh, well, oh, one it was,
1: a pilot episode I think, at the most I, I think, think we
3: got an award
1: No, no, no You're now taking it too far I No, we no, didn't get an award But it,
3: it was, um, I was uh, Gordon, I've told you You don't know a lot about me There's yeah. a lot
1: about you I don't, I don't want I have no desire to know <laughs> But <laughs> No TV presenter Everything Seriously? One well, last chance to admit That you're I, at it I
3: am Telling the truth, Gordon. Honestly, I'm telling the truth. I wouldn't. I wouldn't lie to this. Tom, if you ever see Tom Boyd, That's Tom. Boyd. He'll tell you.
1: I'd love to see if, you, if you're a TV exec out there who who thought. I know what we'll do. <laughs> Here's a good guy. Just the guy <laughs> <laughs> for this Gallic uh, introduction. Give that us, that us was a shout. And that was a But
3: it was very. It was very short. It wasn't anything you had to keep going, but it was quite hard and she reading off the autocue oh my if MD <laughs> and TV oh, they'll tell you nowadays reading off the mm-hmm. autocues
1: the um 0 Morton nil with 14 minutes gone good game there is a there's a joke I, I'm just so conscious of it being a family show and I, I was just Interested to know Innocently If masters Was the sponsor When you were at Airdrie But I don't think We'll go there I think we'll just Go back to Roger And ask Because I can see It's, it's plastered All round the ground Other companies Are available mm-hmm. um, Neil Doncaster's Watching on He's got his face mask yeah, on yeah, I, I think don't... he's tweeting The show actually He's looking yeah. at his phone No
3: he's going
2: like He's tweeting to say, I remember the show
1: I thought we had a Oh, Norma has sent me what "Good evening and welcome to the football" is in Gaelic. I'm not going to attempt it. I don't. I don't it's have very very me. difficult. Um,
3: don't don't make a fool of yourself.
1: I'm also on one one hand tempted to show it to you and ask you to read it. On the other hand, conscious that we might offend people. So no, I would leave that then. Um, and Norma just says, "No chance. GD speaks Gaelic. He can't even pronounce." I not <laughs>
3: hold on. I didn't say I was fluent. I'm I'm very good in Spanish But I'm not
1: uh, Too good in Gaelic I've also had one in From your Parody account Wants to know if You've any update on the medals No? Still still looking still, for them
3: Still missing unfortunately Gordon I was hoping that You wouldn't bring it up Sorry uh, But um, Still missing But The search goes on uh,
1: Someone else tweeted then Back to the Back to the The Scotland squad Um, oh, Forgive me Because this poor person Is going to be robbed of their Their shout out Oh no here it is, It's Wilberto what message does it send to young players taking Griffiths? He's not kicked the ball all season. Other players have grafted all season, namely Nisbet or Shankland.
3: Nisbet we've we've got Nisbet in. Right, so, okay. we'll so take Shankland uh, then as a yeah. So it's difference between Shankland and Griffiths. But if you're a manager, it's all about results. It's a tournament. The one off, obviously, um, you need options, and the options is as as Andy was a caller and he's. he's Hundred percent for me. If you're needing a goal, do you throw in? Who would you rather throw on Shankland or Griffiths? Everybody will have a different opinion. My opinion, simple: I, as a manager, I'd throw on Griffiths.
1: Well, worried about the message it sends. Not for you.
2: Um, I'm not really too sure. You know what he means by that because he, Steve Clark, as manager, has to pick the twenty-six best players. To try and get Scotland beyond the group stage of this tournament, and if he feels that, and, and we'll go back to the point of the previous call, I think it was Andy made about the the, the special teams and, and that scenario five minutes from end. Whoever's picked mm-hmm. as a fourth striker won't be starting games.
1: Yeah, I think that, that Le, is think is a good point, isn't, isn't going it? to
2: go in and start games. He's not denying Lauren Shankland a cap at the start of the first game or a, you know start the game against England. It'll be Che Adams. It'll be Lyndon Dykes It'll be mm-hmm. people like that. The fourth striker goes for. Exactly the scenario the previous caller
1: mentioned. That that is a fair point. I wonder if that gets overlooked a little bit because, even is is there not also a scenario where it's Adams and Dykes, but then it might be Fraser off one of them, it might even be Christie off one of them, even even McGinn Forrest. So, if Kevin Nisbet goes or Lauren Shanklin goes, how much game time do they really get?
3: They won't get a lot because you're right. I think uh, Steve Clark will play with the one striker. And i.e. the Christie, Fraser you know, McGinn people like that, going off him um, so I don't think you will go with two strikers in the Euros um, but at times you will have to chase a game maybe and that's when you go with your two to- uh, strikers up top and that's why I think there's a big argument out there for Lee Griffiths. For Lee Griffiths to go and start the games, I'm saying absolutely no. Impact player I think he'd be a better Impact player than Shanklin
1: Blair Campbell says This story about The Gaelic Football Highlights Show just screams Ronald Villiers Indeed it <laughs> does I can just see him With a hat on buying a Paris bun Oh honestly People are, I think Are actually phoning in About the, You know I can see Angus I don't even know If we've got time but Angus wants to say Your nose is big enough Without any more lies I, I, I must admit Even by your standards that
3: How could I make that uh, up? Yeah, there, there, even, well, I'm
1: not even that good There's to a strange bit of There's a lot of detail in here I, I wonder though If you may be just mistaken like, I <laughs> Would you think i a, dreamt it? I yeah I mean <laughs> Well let me
3: tell you See if I was no, having not, a dream Not so much that Tom Boyd wouldn't be <laughs>
1: <making>. <laughs> Maybe there's just like A little shred of truth And, and you've Then you've exaggerated forgot, it I don't know Did this ever go out?
3: Yeah it was Yeah
1: for you know, weeks Do you think I went
3: in there And got the makeup on And practised my lines And it didn't get out was That a, was a big hit what, then Back in the What, were you, were what you, was it? 90s? That's what I was going to ask yeah, What time 90s, period In I 1990s think, yeah, yeah, yeah In the 90s I'd finished playing Yeah, 90s Oh, this can't be true Oh, I was a, I was Anyone I was remembers
2: this Please phone in Please find footage of this That was the
3: next big thing
2: in the way, I'm phoning STV on the way home
1: Oh, you can phone the STV? Because every The Archive footage must exist then, if it it's must. true. Absolutely, it must. Why have you never mentioned it before now?
3: Because I don't like to brag well, about pa- my achievements.
2: Pa- pa- part of my great archive footage, and this t- takes me back to STV. I think I, think re- I threw the re- video
3: re- tape re- with my medals. Re-
2: remember <laughs> the the football show that was once on STV with Sarah O. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, our very own David Frill was in the audience <laughs> that. behind yeah. Sarah O. And one of the one of the shows. So I do have the footage of that. But wait, I'd love to get the footage
1: of Dale and Tom Boyd And the galaxy. People show. are asking questions to try and catch out. Paul says, "Why was it at STV Studios?" I don't. But no, do, do you know what? I, I'll even stick up for you here. That is entirely possible. You know that.
3: It's a, it's production company might have Possible. operated from there, and I used to have a chat with the news guy. Was the maybe Alaba
2: wasn't the guy. I, I mean, there was Garlic broadcast at that time.
1: But it so was this
3: easy, channel. John Mackay and I were like that friends. See
1: now, now this is that. These are the bits that people are going to struggle to believe. So we need to tone it down.
3: Okay. Well, Just strip we were, it back a little we, bit. We say it's a low. Uh,
1: right. Okay. I don't really know where to go from that. I must admit, <laughs> I much preferred <laughs> talking about the. The Scotland squad um, It is an exciting time Roger Hannah. Invariably Tomorrow night Five past six We'll be arguing and saying Can't believe Who we've picked as the third choice keeper And can't believe That the fourth choice striker Isn't the player that I like From my team But It's a great position to be in
2: It's an absolutely Terrific position to be in And I think tomorrow The penny will drop With a lot of people That Scotland are very close To playing in a major tournament again You know when The night in Belgrade It was great It was terrific Everybody was dancing and singing But it seemed a long way away Now it's very very close And once the squad is named They very quickly go to Spain They very quickly play the Netherlands in Portugal They very quickly play Luxembourg They're back at their base in Middlesbrough And then the three games are on And it's going to be fantastic And the entire nation Will come together to support Steve Clark. And the 26 men That he's going to name tomorrow
1: Yeah I'm looking forward to it We're going to have a lot of Scotland caps in this studio To look at the squad Being announced tomorrow So that means Definitely not Mark Wilson With mm. his one Definitely not you either no. And I didn't contribute Any of them But we're going to have A lot of caps in here Looking at that story tomorrow And it's going to be a good one Make sure you join us from 6 What a big day it is going to be Just to round off We're looking for one more player who scored the opening goal In a Scottish Cup final This century In a game that did not feature Either of the old firm. Gordon Dale is punching the air, which means if you've got this, somebody's told you about it. No,
2: Roger Hannah's got it. 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 it I'm must part have of been
1: Hearts five, Hibernian
2: one, yep. twenty twelve. Yep. I think the first goal was Darren Barr.
1: What a standard! I what a you. standard in I here, Darren you. Barr. Well done, great stuff. Thank you, Roger and Gordon. Thank you to you for all your calls. And tweets worth repeating Huge day in Scottish football tomorrow So let's see you right here Same time tomorrow Six o'clock We look forward to it already And Johnny Campbell is up next